You're listening to the Elevate Main podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. Hello everyone! Welcome to our online youth service. I'm so blessed that you can join us. And happy ECQ to all. I know a lot of you guys are, are quite sad because it's the, I think, round three of this ECQ. But I pray that you're always safe, that you're healthy and strong. And uh, we don't understand what God is doing in this entire world, but we all know that our God is sovereign. So I pray that God will continue to protect you and your family. And since you're just at home and uh, you're here online, we are glad that you can join us. It's exciting because we are starting a brand new series and the title of our series is Red Flags, Signs That You Should Say no, you see, in life, there will be red flags that God would send in our, in, in, to us so that it will protect us from making wrong decisions, from disobeying Him, and from hurting ourselves. Kaya dapat aware tayo sa mga red flags. Actually, there's a new, a series actually, a Korean series recently na na-post, nagpo-post yung mga kabataan online. And I, I don't watch that series, pero nakikita ko yung mga post nila. And they always add to that post yung line na red flag. Uy, red flag to. Red flag. So, sakto nga kasi that series is quite popular. But the reality is, meron talagang mga red flags. And that's what we're gonna learn as we go along with this series. What are those things, those red flags in life that we need to say no to? Kaya nga siya red flags eh. Because it's a warning. It's a warning already for us not to pursue that, not to do that, not to go there, or not to engage in any of those things. So we need to be aware of that. So when you say red flags, it's from God. Red flags from God is one of His ways to protect us. Hindi KJ si Lord, okay? Hindi siya killjoy. Some people kasi would argue that God has a lot of rules in His Word. He has a lot of, you know, things that He would tell us, oh, no to this, no to this. And sometimes we feel like yung mga no niya to those things na masasaya. But the reality is, He's saying no or He's sending red flags in order to protect us. Now, here's the problem. The reason why it's so hard to say no to certain things is because the reality is some certain things are really good. Meaning to say, good yung feeling. Good ang feeling that it gives to us or we are so happy when we do those things or it brings us somehow a little bit of joy and uh, whatever that is that causes you to be happy, causes you to just love it, right? But at the end of it, as you can continue to pursue that wrong thing, malalaman mo na lang na it is bad and kaya pala nag-send ng red flag si Lord is to protect us. Our theme verse for this series is found in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Can we read that together? Sabi dito, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders. That's one topic that we're going to learn next week. But today, we're going to look at, And the sin that so easily entangles. And let, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. So the writer of the book of Hebrews clearly pointed out that there are things in life that we need to throw off. Let go mo, bitawan mo, because it's gonna hinder you in the future. You may not see the hindrance right now, but eventually you're gonna see that if you don't throw it off. And then there's a sin 
Lahat po tayo makasalanan. Lahat tayo, we make mistakes. Can you tag there a friend na sobrang masama ang ugali? Wag, wag mo na itag yan, okay? Wag mo na itag. Because the reality is, lahat naman tayo, okay? Lahat tayo dito, we sin. And there's a favorite sin that, you know, all of us, all of us, we have our favorite sins. Easily entangles us. We have to throw it off. We have to let it go. We have to say no to it. That's why our topic for today as we start this series, very simple, narinig nyo na, but I hope you put this into heart and you'll embrace the lessons that you're gonna learn today. Our topic is this, say no to sin and say yes. To God. Can you type it there? Sa ating Facebook or sa YouTube. Can you type there our topic? Say no to sin and say yes to God. And I'm gonna teach you how do you say no to sin. So we're gonna focus first on sin, on those things that are clearly wrong. Next week we're gonna look at things that are not clearly wrong but can be bad for us. So today we're gonna look at those things that are clearly wrong. We have to say no to it because if we say yes to it, then we're saying no to God. Yung opposite yung mangyayari. So we need to say no. The, the challenge is, even if we know na malina or it's wrong, we still do it. I mean, let's be honest, diba? I'm, I'll be honest. There are things in life that I know is clearly wrong, but I still give in to it. There were times in my life before na alam kong bali na itong relationship na papasukin ko, but then I entered into that wrong relationship and as a result, I got hurt. So there are things in life na alam mo nang mali, you know it's already wrong, but you still pursue it. That's why hopefully today, in today's lesson, you will learn to say no. Even though yung bagay or yung person that you're saying no to seems okay, seems good, masaya to kasama, masarap yung mga yung experiences, whatever that is, we have to learn to say no. So here are the keys to saying no, okay? Keys to saying no, I want to teach you so that you will know how to say no or you will have the discipline and the heart to say no. What are the key elements that we need to have in life and to practice that daily? Number one, we need to have the perspective. We need to have the path and the power. The right perspective, the right path, and the right power. So are you ready to learn to say no to sin? What's our message again? Say no to sin and say yes to God. So how do we do it? Let's look at the perspective first. Because if we don't have the right perspective, Mali yung path, automatically, di ba? If you don't have the right perspective, the right understanding on sin, wala. If you don't have that conviction, hindi ka naniniwalang mali yun, hindi ka talaga pupunta doon sa right direction. You just keep on going to the wrong direction because in the first place, your perspective is wrong. So the first step is we need to have the right perspective. Kailangan matama mo na yung perspective natin on sin. We need to have that right mindset on that one. So what's the right perspective on sin? We need to understand what sin is and what it brings to us. Kasi may consequences eh. We need to understand what sin is, why it's wrong, why God hates it so much, and what it brings to us. For a lot of us, we know already what sin is. But maybe for some of us, we don't know and hopefully today, you're, you will have a clearer picture of what sin is. But for some of us, or for a lot of us, we don't believe that it brings harm, it brings pain, it has so many consequences to us. 
Kaya we keep on saying yes to it. Look at what John wrote in 1 John chapter 2. Sabi niya, do not love the world or anything in the world. Bakit naman, John? Why are you saying we shouldn't love the world? Diba nga, we love the people in the world. We love earth. We take care of it. John is not saying you don't take care of earth, okay? John is not saying you just throw your trash wherever, wherever you want to throw it and that's it. No, he's not saying you don't take care of the earth. He's not saying you don't love the, the people of the world. What he's saying is, if anyone loves the world, meaning to say you're so attached to the world, the convictions of the world, the perspectives of the world, the lessons that the world is teaching us, if we embrace that more than we embrace God's teaching and His perspective, then that is what it means when John says you love the world. Because here's the consequence. If anyone loves the world, that kind of love, now you're holding on to the world, not holding on to God. If you're holding on to the world, loves the world, it's the problem. The love for the Father is not in them. Now let me ask you, who created love? Who started love? God, the, the Father. He started love. He is love. God is love. He's the author of love. He understands love perfectly. So he's saying, John is saying that if we love the world, attached to it to, too much, then yung love ni God wala sa atin. So in other words, the original definition of love is not in us. So in conclusion, the way we love others is not right. If we love the world and we don't love God. Or if our love is attached to the world and we're not attached to God. Yan ang problema. You see, here's the thing. Ah. Look at what the world is teaching us. Ah. Let me show you in the passage first before I give some examples. After John says this, he, he further explained. John said, for everything in the world, lahat na may kita mo sa world, majority of the time, this is what you're gonna see. The lust of the flesh. Ano yun, Kuya Marty? Sexual immorality, sexual sins, pwedeng uh, greed or lust for money, lust for for possessions, pwedeng uh, gluttony, lust for food, pwedeng uh, pleasure, lust for pleasure. That's what it means, the lust of the flesh. Whatever feeds you physically, whatever feeds your pleasure physically, that's what the world offers. That's number one, lust of the flesh. What's number two? Lust of the eyes, money, popularity, uh, position, Meaning to say, power. Pwede rin connected siya, of course, sa number three. Pride of life. Selfishness. Self-centeredness. Just thinking about yourself. Just caring for yourself and others. Not necessarily. Of course, you will see in the world that you need to love people. You need to take care of this. You take care of that. But majority of the time, the love of the world. Now, listen to me here. Huh? Majority of the time, the love of the world is focused I'm going to say this slowly and because I want you to you really embrace and, and really believe in this and that this is what's happening in the world. The love of the world is centered on love of self. Selfish love. Selfish. Puro sarili. Now, you might be thinking, di naman ganun, Kuya Marty. I see in this world that they're teaching us to take care of others. Yes, they're teaching us to take care of others. Yes, they're teaching us to help others, help the poor, help the marginalized. But when the going gets tough, ang isa sa mga tinuturo, 
na predominantly may kita mo in social media, in TV, in the series that you watch, mahalin mo sarili mo. It's not wrong to love yourself. Don't get me wrong. Ha? But without God's love, love of self is always imperfect. Listen to me. Without God's love in your life, love of self is always imperfect. It's gonna lead you to more hurt, more pain, more consequences. You might be thinking, magiging masaya naman ako when I love myself. Pwede. Let me tell you this. Pwede masaya ka here on earth, pero hindi ka masaya forever. Because only God can make you happy forever. Kaya nga hindi pwedeng wala yung love ni God sa life natin. Because the love of God is not just blessings here on earth, but blessings forever. So what's the perspective on sin? The love of the world. The love of the world means love, lust of the flesh, sexual sins. I mean, you know this already. Hindi ko na enumerate. Because you, a lot of you know already what these things are. A lot of you know already what those favorite sins are. Lust of the eyes, yung money, yung, yung love for money, yung greed. Pride of life, always longing for popularity, always jealous, always having this desire to have all of those material possessions and grabbing all of those things as much as you can. That's what the world does. That's what the world teaches. Ano problema doon, Kuya Marty? If majority of my friends are doing that, anong naging problema doon? It doesn't come from the Father but it comes from the world. Mapapanood mo yan, may kita mo yan all over the world. It's really happening. That's why we need to say no to those things. I'm not saying, okay, hindi ka nabibili na sapatos. I'm not saying you're not gonna invest anymore. I'm not saying you're not gonna uh, try to give your best at work and give your best at school so that you're gonna be a president one day of a certain company, own your own business. It's not wrong. But if you love those things too much, then that's a problem. If your love is centered on those things and not on God, that's the problem. Kaya nga, ito yung sinabi ni John. The world, all of these things, ha, if you love it, naka-attach yung heart mo doon, ito yung problem. The world and yung desires ng world will pass away. It's not gonna last forever. But whoever does the will of God lives forever. You see the problem that we're experiencing? When you say sin kasi, in the Greek language, it means missing the mark. You're missing the mark that God has set for you. We only have one life. God has a will for us, a purpose for us. If we're living a life of sin and continue to disobey Him, eventually we're gonna miss out on the will of God. And when you miss out on the will of God, then you miss out on perfect joy, you miss out on perfect peace, you miss out on so many things. Kaya look at this statement. Look at this statement. Many of our hurts and our missed blessings are results of our sins. Can you think about it? Can you be honest? Many of your hurts, many of my hurts, and my missed blessings are results of my sins. Sana hindi na nangyari yun eh. Pero ano problema? Hindi ka nag-know eh. Diba? Sana hindi na nangyari eh. Sana yung mga consequences sa life ko hindi na rin nangyari Sana yung, 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 sana hindi na nagalit yung parents ko kung hindi ko ginawa to. Sana graduate ako on time kung hindi ko ginawa yun. Right? Sana married ka ngayon. I'm just, I'm just joking ha. Okay, sana, I don't know kung ano yung mga missed blessings mo. But because of sin, it really happens. 
because of sin. I'm not just talking about, okay, there's eternal damnation because of sin. Nasa Bible din yun eh, right? That's why Jesus Christ came here to die for your sins and my sins. Why? Because He's the only one who can pay for that. So the consequence of sin is also eternal death. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, meaning to say because of sin, we are eternally separated from God. That's why He came here. A lot of you know that. Maybe some of you don't know that. That's the greatest consequence of sin, eternal separation from God. But here's the thing. A lot of you who are listening right now, you have a relationship with God. You know Jesus Christ personally. You have a personal relationship with Him. But still, we give in to sin. Why? Because we feel like wala kang miss out. We feel like baka mag-work out to. But we end up hurting ourselves and missing on some of God's blessings because of our sin. Kaya nga, have the right perspective. What's our message again? Say no to sin and say yes to God. So first is perspective. Understand ano yung mga sins that God is, is, uh, that, that is happening in your life right now. You're embracing. What are those convictions na alam mong mali but you're holding on to? Break off of, of those things and start doing God's will. Perspective. And part of the perspective is understanding that there are consequences. Of course, ngayon hindi mo makita. But eventually, you'll realize, oh nga, no, ito yung consequence. Wag mo nang asamin yung consequence. But you know, God is gracious, yes. And we're gonna learn that later on. But I want us to have the right perspective. Okay? So, say no to sin and say yes to God. So first is perspective. Second is path. So even if you have the right perspective, Pero yung galawan mo, yung path mo is hindi right. It's not in the right way, in the right direction. You will still end up, or I will still end up sinning. I will still end up saying yes to sin. Kailangan right yung path. How do we have the right path? We will have a hard time saying no to sin if we don't practice the right disciplines. God has given us through His Word, God has given us certain disciplines that we need to practice. Once you practice these things, I promise you, you will sin less and less and less. I'm not saying you're not going to sin at all. I pray that that's going to happen in our lives. But I know there are times that we still give in, but I pray that it will become less and less and less. It's not going to become less if we don't practice the right discipline. For example, gusto mo magpakpayat Pero hindi ka nag-exercise and kain ka na kain ng junk food. Walang mangyayari. Kasi wala yung right path. Wala yung right discipline, right? Gusto mo maging cum laude. Pero wala kang ginagawa. Hindi ka masyado nag-aaral. You don't do the assignments. Lagi kang tulog pag online class, okay? Meron ka lang picture na kunyari gising ka. Iba ginagawa to sa Zoom. So, hindi ka gagraduate with honors. Or gusto mo mag-asawa. Pero lagi ka nanluloko ng girls. Wala akong pinapatamaan. Pero, How will that happen? Wala yung right disciplines. We need to have the right disciplines. So what are these right disciplines? The right path so that we can say no to sin. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 5. Kasi ang ganda na sinabi ni Paul dito. Paul said, But immorality or any impurity or greed must not be even not even be named among you. Meaning to say, not even a hint of immorality, impurity, greed, 
because these are improper among saints, among God's people, those who have a personal relationship with God, those who have a relationship, those who love the Lord, if you love God, then these things should not be in, 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 in our lives. We're not practicing these things. And after he said this, in continuation, ang ganda na sinabi niya, you will see certain passages that will help us pursue this. In other words, he's saying, number one, we have to flee. If these things shouldn't be named among us, dapat lumayo ako. Hindi pwedeng anlapit ko sa sin. For example, you're struggling with uh, drinking alcoholic drinks or getting drunk. Getting drunk is sin. It's sinful. It's clear in the scripture. So you're struggling with that one. You're an alcoholic. Hindi pwedeng every day pumupunta ka sa bar. And then you're saying to God, Nick, God, kaya ko to. <laughs> you're always going to give in to that because you're in a place that will have higher temptation for you. So in other words, if you know your weakness, you know uh, kung saan ka talaga nagigive in, flee ka na. Lumayo ka na. Tag mo nga yung friend mo na hindi lumalayo. Flee, you have to flee from those things. Whatever those favorite sins are. Let's say sobrang addicted ka to computer games, you have to flee. You have to have a discipline in your mind and in your heart. And you have to tell others also to help you. And later on, we're going to see that. So, after he said chapter, uh, verse 3, you have to, not even a hint of those things. He said certain verses to help us. Look at verse 11. Do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness. Sin, that's unfruitful deeds of darkness. Instead, expose them. What is Paul saying? For it is disgraceful even to speak of the things which are done by them in secret. You see, if there's a sin that we're struggling, the tendency is to hide it. But Paul is saying, we have to expose it. All things, why? Why do we need to expose this? All things becomes vis- become visible when they are exposed. Of course, duh! It becomes visible. But what did Paul dito? When it is exposed by the light, for everything that becomes visible, nagiging light. Eventually, you'll overcome it. Why? Because that's the power of God. When we expose sin, when we are accountable to someone, the sin loses its power. If you want to have the right path, you flee. You be accountable and be honest. Tell your accountability partners, your small group leader. If you're not yet part of a small group, I urge you, I encourage you, join a small group. Message us here on our Facebook page or even on our YouTube channel. Message us so that we can plug you into a small group. You need the family of believers. You need a spiritual team to guide you. You need to be accountable and be honest. Listen to me here. The longer you hide on that sin, the longer that sin controls you. So if you want to break it, and if you want to avoid the consequences, expose the sin, be free from it, and I tell you, it's going to be a light. Meaning to say, you will be a blessing to others who are struggling also with that same sin. I'm not saying you're not going to do that sin forever for the rest of your life. I'm not saying that. But it loses its power. It doesn't have a hold on you anymore. It doesn't have a control on you anymore. That's why 
Paul is saying, okay, all of these unfruitful deeds of darkness, expose mo na yan. Be accountable and be honest. Therefore, and then look at what he said, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise. If we are living in sin, in pursuing sinful things, I tell you, you are unwise. Hindi ka wise na person. And not just that, when someone is wise, this is what happens. Making the most of your time because the days are evil. What is Paul saying here? He's saying, we need to avoid idleness. We need to take responsibility. Look at the connection with laziness and sin. Do you know that lazy people, people who are often idle, are usually led to sin? Why? Because laziness is not God's will. God wants us to fulfill our responsibility. Let me explain this further. I'm not saying that you don't rest. Resting is not equals laziness. May mga tao, puro rest na lang. Ay, katamaran na yun, guys. Okay? <laughs> hindi, yun, hindi yun resting. Yes, there's a time to rest, but there's a time to be responsible. Some of you are thinking, pero Kuya Marty, I'm just at home. What's gonna be my responsibility? There are responsibilities at home. There are things that I need to do. I have certain tasks that I need to fulfill. There are certain things I need to do. Certain things that will help me and contribute to my growth. If I don't do that and I don't avoid idleness, it usually leads to sin. Idleness usually leads to sin. What's my example? David. Alam mo kung bakit na lure siya to? have a relationship, sexual relationship with Bathsheba? Because during that time, he was supposed to go to the war. He's the king. During their time, the kings go to war with his soldiers. But he decided, ay, ayokong mag-war ngayon, sila na lang, magaling naman kami. Maybe it's a pride issue na rin. we don't know what's happening in the heart of David. But what happened, because he was supposed to go to the war, and he was idle, one night he woke up, and then he saw a girl bathing. Kaya nga Bathsheba eh. No, hindi yun ang reason kung bakit yun ang name niya. Okay. So, he saw a girl bathing. And then he called the, his guard, one of his guards, and said, can you call that girl? I want to meet that girl. And then the guard told the David, she's married. I don't care. Gusto ko siya eh. Yan ang nangyari. Idleness. We could miss out on sin. Or we could miss doing sin if we take our responsibilities seriously. Let me give you one, an, an, another example. One of the highest views on pornography, uh, on, in a month, they, they, they compared different months. San yung mga pinakamataas na views on pornography? Usually it happens on December, during vacation. Why? Because people don't do anything. They're just at home. There's not, nothing to do. So why not engage in these things? Because if you're not responsible or you're not doing the things that you're supposed to do, your mind and your time is empty. Meaning to say, wala, wala masyado. It's so easy to fill it with other things. That's where the devil operates. That's where your lust operates. Kasi wala na, wala ibang ginagawa. So ang daling mag-operate ng other elements in your life. Yung lust, si Satan, yung demons, right? Daling mag-operate. Ah, wala kang ginagawa. O ito, gawin mo to. But sino mo, pag wala kang ginagawa, browse ka lang ng browse ng Facebook, may makikita ka. Uy, okay to. O, di ba? And the result nun, it's gonna lead you to do something else. It's gonna lead you, it's gonna lure you to sin. It's gonna lure you to make mistakes. 
That's why red flags say, take responsibility. Take responsibility seriously. Avoid idleness. Then do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation. But here's the key, be filled with the Holy Spirit. So he's comparing, do not be controlled by the human forces in this world, by your lust, by alcoholic drinks, but be controlled by the Holy Spirit. Kaya nga, always pray every day to be filled with the Holy Spirit. These are the disciplines that we need to take. Discipline of fleeing. Discipline of being accountable. Discipline of taking our responsibility seriously, avoiding idleness. Discipline to always pray, Holy Spirit, fill me. Balikan ko lang yung flee, If there is one thing that you really need to flee from, it's sin. Kung lalayo ka talaga, lumayo ka sa sin. May mga bagay na hindi mo lalayuan, pero yung sin, layuan mo talaga. Flee, be accountable, avoid idleness, always pray every day because it's so hard to defeat sin, impossible without the work of the Holy Spirit. And then look at the next part. He said, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. What does this mean? Speaking to one another in psalms, using God's word, the book of psalms, and not just that, psalms and hymns, spiritual songs, things or documents or songs that talks about God. Immerse yourself in God's Word. How will you know God's perspective if you don't spend time reading His Word? How will you have strong conviction to follow God's ways if you don't spend time reading? If you spend most time, or most of your time on a certain document, let's say there's a book that lagi mong binabasa, whatever the convictions of that book is, it goes to your mind and then it captures your heart. And eventually, yung writer na yon, na favorite mo, lagi mong binabasa, mas pinapaniwalaan mo na kaysa sa ibang tao. Why? Because you keep spending time on those things. If you keep spending time with God, it becomes a culture to you. His mindset will be your mindset. Why? Because He speaks through His Word. Kaya nga sabi sa Psalm 119, verses 9 to 11, How can a young man keep his way pure? You want to be pure? You want to flee from sin? You keep it by keeping in it according to your Word. I'm going to spend time with you. I'm going to immerse myself on your Word. Your Word I have treasured in my heart. And what's the result of that? I may not sin against God. The more I spend time reading His Word every day, daily, the more I will be able to flee from sin. And look at this. Look at what, second, what Paul said in, to Timothy. 2 Timothy 2, uh, verse 22. Flee. Flee. Lumayo ka sa evil desires of your youth. All of us, we have evil desires. Flee from those things. Pero it's not enough to flee. You may flee but end up in a wrong place again or in another evil desire. Paul is saying you flee from the evil desires of youth and you pursue. What do you pursue? Righteousness, faith, love, peace, along with those who call on the name of, of the uh, call on the, the Lord out of a pure heart. When you flee, you pursue God, his righteousness, his love. And as you pursue God, don't pursue God alone. Along with those who call on the Lord. Sumama ka sa mga taong sumusunod kay God. You choose the right friends. You choose the friends that will help you. 
Paano ka lalay? Let's say, alco- addicted ka sa alcoholic drinks. Ha? Let's say, ha? let's say, you give in easily to that sin. You get drunk always. So you try to flee. Pero lagi ka pa rin sumasama sa mga friends mo who doesn't love the Lord and always get drunk. You might be thinking, eh, wala naman masyadong parties ngayon eh. You know, I just talked recently to someone and he was telling me, alam mo ko, yung March, yung mga barkada ko, I, I don't join them ha, pero I see it on their Instagram, they do house parties. Even during pandemic, aminin nyo na, I know some of you do that. You go to house parties, you get drunk, you talk about sensual stuff, some of you even take drugs there. I mean, let's be honest, it's happening now. Tapos gusto mo mag-flee? Pero yung mga kasama mo, hindi nag-flee? Wala. <laughs> did, you, did you get that? You can't flee if you makasama mo hindi nagpi-flee. You spend time with people who will who is fleeing from sin. You be part of a group of believers that really loves the Lord. Eh, hindi naman sila ganun eh. Hindi hindi yung gusto ko kasi yung katulad nila. I go back to the perspective. Diba? Gusto kasi natin katulad ng mga friends mo na kasi gusto ko yung getting drunk, gusto ko yung ang fun kasi nito. Yes, I I'm, I don't discount the fun. I know that kind of fun. I experienced, I didn't get drunk, but I experienced that because I was working in an advertising company and ganon almost every Friday night. I had to join them. I didn't get drunk. I was there just watching them. Ah, ganito pala sila mag-enjoy. But it's not fun 100% at all. Iba yung fun talaga with God. And some of you haven't experienced that. Itry mo kasi to really follow God. Hindi mo pati na try to follow God 100% eh. Feel mo na, hindi joyful yan, hindi masaya yan. Have the right perspective. Once you have that, then you're gonna follow the right path. Okay, what's our message again? Say no to sin and say yes to God. So first, the perspective. Okay, dapat tama perspective ko on sin, tama per- perspective ko that there are consequences and then once I accept, okay, sin is really, God really hates sin, it's gonna, there are so many consequences to it. I'm gonna follow the right path. But here's, I'm gonna be honest with you. Here's the truth. We cannot overcome sin on our own. Let me repeat that. We cannot overcome sin on our own. We're not that strong. Even if you say, with my self-will, with my energy, it's impossible. It's impossible to live a life that is free from sin every single day. Impossible, as long as we are here on earth. But it's possible with the right power. It's not our power, but God's power in us. That's why we need to desperately seek God's help to overcome this sin. If there's something, if there's a sin that easily entangles you, that up to today, you're having a hard time, every now and then you're falling, into that kind of sin, into the trap of that sin, then be desperate for God. Ask God, Lord, I really need your help. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Paul said, No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. Meaning to say, everybody, we sin. And that sin that we're doing, it's not just you who's experiencing that. Other people are also struggling with that. But God is faithful. That's the truth. He's faithful. Who will not allow you, you and me, to be tempted beyond what you're able. Meaning to say, He has given us the dunamis. That's the, the Greek word for able or power. But with the temptation will provide the way of escape also. He's going to provide the way of escape so that you will be able to 
endure it. Another dunamis word. Dunamis is the Greek word. It means power, dynamite. You might be thinking, paano nga tayo magkakaroon ng power? We don't have power on our own. God is the one who is faithful, who will give us the power through His Spirit to endure it. To endure the sin. You see, our power to overcome temptation is totally dependent on how strong we are connected to the source, to God. If we're not connected to God, we don't have that power. But the more we are connected to Him, the more we have the victory over sin. I've seen that in my life, in the lives of many people that I minister to, to with my friends who was, you know, they're still tempted, but they can easily say no. Magugulat kayo, bakit kaya ko magsay no? Because of God's power. Dati, hindi ko naman kaya magsay no. Bakit kaya ko ngayon? Because of God's power. And God's power, His Spirit is working in your life. We just need to be constantly connected. And look at this. You know, one of the ways to appreciate God's power and God's work to us is if we realize how much gracious He is in your life and my life. What do I mean? Look at what Paul said to Titus the one. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all men. God's grace brings salvation. It's not by our works. It's through our faith, but by His grace alone, we are saved. Because of His grace, there is salvation. Meaning to say, gracia niya. We don't deserve it. We don't deserve that Jesus Christ died for your sins and my sins. But because He loves us and He's gracious, he's, He died for your sins and my sins. But yung grace na yon, it doesn't just bring salvation. It also instructs us to deny ungodliness and worldly desires to live sensibly, righteously, and godly in the present age. The more you understand the grace of God sa life mo, the more you're gonna say no to sin. Kasi grabe yung grace niya. The more you're gonna appreciate na, Lord, I don't deserve this life, but you've given it to me. Lord, I don't deserve the up to, until today you're using me. So dahil you know that you don't deserve it and it's because of His grace, you know what you do? You don't want to disappoint God. You don't want to hurt Him because He's so gracious. You want to show your gratitude, your thankfulness by denying ungodliness, by denying worldly desires, by living sensibly, righteously, godly in the present age. Say no to sin and say yes to God. What are those things again? Let's have a recap. The keys to saying no. Have the right perspective. The right mindset. Sin, God hates it. There are consequences. It's not just eternal damnation that's the ultimate consequence, but there are consequences here on earth. The path, there's a right path that I need to follow. I need to flee. I need to be accountable. I need to avoid idleness to take my responsibility seriously, to ask the Holy Spirit daily to, to empower me to meditate on His Word, to pursue Him, and to be desperate for His work in my life. Because kung tayo lang, impossible, Ang hirap. Now, I hope that this message has somehow given you the right tools to say no to sin. Because honestly, in this world right now, grabe talaga. The lust of the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the boastful pride of life, it's so prevalent all over the world. 
There are many people who are doing evil things. There are many people who are self-centered, selfish. Whether they're in power or they are just around the corner, they are, there are many people who are like that. And even in the body of Christ, there are people who are not living lives that are sensible, not pursuing righteousness. That's why we are in this series. So you can know how to say no to sin and say yes to God. I'm going to end with this story because I know some of you are thinking, Kuya Marty, ang dami ko ng sin eh. Okay? I know what you're talking about and I really want to change. I really want to, to do the right thing. But I don't know. I don't know how to do this because nakakaya eh. Diba nakakaya kay Lord eh? I'll tell you this story. You know, my son, I think I've told you this before, but my son loves to play Lego. So one day, I bought him this Lego. Three years old pa lang siya. I know it's for 7 to 14, but I just want to give him Lego cars because he likes the cars during that time. So of course, he doesn't know how to build this. He's just three years old that time. And, I was, and, and this is for 7 to 14 years old. So I was the one who built it and I gave it to him. But every time I give it to him, since three years old siya, and he doesn't know how to play Lego the right way, he breaks it. And then he tries to fix it, but he gets so frustrated because he didn't get fixed because he's for 7 to 14. Oh, anak, ng daddy. Ako nga yung bumili nito. But he breaks it and he, he cries. He gets frustrated and he gives it to me. I, I don't want to play. No, no more na. No Lego. And then I would fix it again and then I'll bring it back to him. So, and dami nang ganon. For example, look at some of these cars that, that I gave to him. And now, I don't know where the pieces are. Like spread now. We have the box of Legos. All the pieces are there. But he doesn't know how to fix that during that time. So spread out spread around the Lego pieces. So almost every day, ganunyan. He plays with the car. He breaks it. He cries. I get the car. I fix it. I give it to him. He plays again. He breaks it again. He gives it to me. And then I fix it. Now why am I sharing that story? Because God can heal, restore the broken things in your life. If I did that with my son, and Lego lang yun, and he's three years old, he couldn't fix it on his own. How much more God with the broken pieces that you have in your life right now? You can offer it to Him. He can mold it, fix it, give it back to you again, whole, and restore it. And madalas nangyayari, He gives it back to us, whole restored, we give in again. And then we make mistakes again. And we go back to Him. He restores. He gives it back. I'm not saying you keep on doing that, but the more you see Him working and restoring you, the more you become grateful. The more you learn to take care of what He has given you. And instead of breaking it, you hold on to it. Ngayon, hindi na niya break ng Lego because He's grown up. He knows how to play with it. So the more we go back to God, the more He restores us. And the more we encounter that kind of grace, the more we are appreciative of His love. And the more we obey Him. Because there is no person too broken, too damaged, or too deep into sin that the grace of God cannot rescue. You're that person, you think, I'm too broken, Pastor Marty. I'm too damaged. Sobra dami kong ginawang mali. I'm too deep into this sin. I don't know how to get out of it. 
God knows how to get out, get you out of it. God knows because He's gracious. He can rescue you. He can reach out and pull you out of that dark or deep mire. I tell you that. You go to Him. Experience His grace. Experience His love. And He's going to fully restore you. What's our message? Say no to sin and say yes to God. I want to pray for you guys. You know, first and foremost, I want to pray for those people who doesn't have a personal relationship with God yet. I mentioned that earlier. That sin, the ultimate consequences, consequence of sin is we're eternally separated from God. We go to hell. Yan talaga ang punishment ng sin. That's why Jesus Christ died. And some of you are thinking, I've sinned and I don't know if, how, I, how I will be saved. That's why John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, He gave His one and only Son, whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God, Jesus came here. He died for you. So I want to pray for you. He rose again to prove that He is God. So your responsibility in what He's asking you to do is receive Him, believe in Him, trust Him with all of your heart. So I'm going to pray for you in a while. But I also want to pray for a lot of us Christians that we give in to sin. That there are sins in our lives that are still, you know, controlling us. And you feel like parang ang deep mo na dun sa sin yun. God is too gracious. He can rescue you from it. And He wants to restore you. So can we bow our heads? Let's pray. I pray for those first group of people. If you're that person, you want to receive Jesus right now in your heart, you pray something like this. Dear Jesus, I'm so sorry for all my sins. Please forgive me. I realize that because of my sin, I am eternally separated from you. But I also realize that because of your grace, there is salvation. So today, I humble myself. I receive you in my heart, Jesus. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. From now on, I commit to follow you all the days of my life. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your grace. Now let me pray for the second group of people. A lot of us, Lord, who are listening, we do have a relationship with you. But there are sins that still take over us. Please forgive us, dear God. And thank you for your grace. Thank you that you have given everything to us so that we can live godly lives. We can live lives that are pleasing to you. Teach us to always hold on to your promises. Teach us to always embrace your will, your love, and help us not to engage in the lust of the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life. Teach us to flee, to run away. Change our perspective. If there are perspectives that are wrong, please change it, dear God. Give us the right mind, the right heart, the strong will to follow you. And please, fill us with your power. We desperately need your hand of work in our lives. We love you, Lord. We entrust our lives to you. Thank you for your grace. We worship and honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you all. 
Thanks for joining us. We'd love to stay connected with you. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.